0: Back up, please. Hello
1: and welcome to Indicast episode number 134. I'm your host, Aditya, and along with me, I have uh, Abhishek.
0: Hello, everybody. Been a long week.
1: Yeah, I think we have a lot of stories to talk about right now. And Abhishek, for people, he might sound a bit echoey, but please bear with us for that. But yes. it has been quite a bad week for CEOs from around the world now, hasn't it? The big one came when Premji showed the door to the joint CEOs that they had, um, you
0: know. Uh, Prince Waswani and Girish Paranspe.
1: Yes, so these two guys were joint, there was the, a weird joint CEO model put in two years back. And um, he, he had asked both of them to go and has taken a new person in, AK CEO. His name is TK Kurian and has been with the company for a long time.
0: Uh, I think the most important fact here is that he's been reporting to Premji for 13 years straight. So, the uh, comfort level of the promoter and the CEO has to be right up there. So, he's been picked up and he's an ex-GE employee, much like uh, his very famed predecessor, Yadir Vivek Paul. We have spoken about him yes. a few years
1: back. Correct, correct. And I think he was, he was Vivek Paul was the the one credited to have gotten... Wipro to where it is right now. But for the past couple of years, the gap between TCS and Infosys and Wipro has been, you know, widening per se, and they have been falling behind. You know, the chairman, Asim Premji, they have, he hasn't come out and said that they, he fired those two guys, but he said in a very diplomatic way, ki, the model wasn't working.
0: Okay. Yes, and the, it, I have the quote in front of me. He says, it's a structural rehaul rather than a reflection of the capabilities of the two
1: outs. Stating that decisive leadership was the need of the hour. <laughs> yes, which is why we have reconfigured the organization in terms of major organizational change. Okay, all right. See, yes. that is but you know what?
0: Aditya, there have been recent. We are talking about co-CEO models. SAP, BlackBerry. These guys have different CEOs. Two CEOs. In, in for example, in SAP, we have uh, Bill McDevitt. He is the global field operation. As business card reads that. And Jim Snape, he's a business solutions and technology guy who handles that. So basically one guy handles technology, the other guy handles uh, operations. So it works. It has worked outside. It's just that it didn't work in case of uh, Wipro.
1: I think it creates complications though. I mean, if you, you know, who is responsible for what? And if the organization itself is not coming from, you know, always having two important people in the company, then mm-hmm. thota a problem ho jata hai for example abhi, google may problem nahi tha. there have been always two people so so google also uh, announced in their during their earnings call that um, eric schmidt who has been the ceo forever since since 2001 he is getting promoted per se he is he is taking the role of executive chairman while co-founder larry page is going to be the ceo if larry page or sergey brin both become joint ceos I can see it working. You know, Google has always been there with two important people at the end. Right. The main reason why Eric Schmidt was earlier brought in was, and and he also tweeted it out when he, after his resignation or after his deemed promotion, is that no adult supervision required anymore. <laughs> right. He actually said that on his Twitter feed. So wasn't that the reason that they, he was brought in first because these two guys were young. Now they, he spent good 10 years with the company. Larry Page, I'm sure that he has learned over over all these 10 years as to how to handle a company. Otherwise, floundering a company is very easy. It, you never know. Google might not have reached this position if it was not the management skill of Eric Schmidt. But I, when you go from a single leadership, dive, bifurcate the duties into two, you know, more than that, two years probably for a company like Wipro is not enough because it is it is a big organizational change. It takes time for communication to go down to right to the, you know, the, the level zero. I'm not sure. We have a lot of listeners. I'm pretty sure we have a lot of listeners from Vipro listening into us. So please, please write in to us with what was really happening and do, do they, are they happy with the decision or not? But uh, let's see. But I, I like, a, I like it when, you know, the founders come back into take, take over, uh, the company
0: yes there is another guy right howard schultz of uh, starbucks he also came back as a ceo and now they're trying to turn it around uh,
1: another such example was that of steve jobs who who announced that he will be going on medical leave uh, apparently his uh, the the previous ailment that he had pancreatic cancer ailment that he had has reoccurred is what people are speculating nobody has said anything for sure in in the meantime, he is. There, there are, you know,
0: two, sorry to cut to you, but there are two similarities between Steve Jobs and me at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm trying so, to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, uh, I am on a medical leave, but no one really seems to care. Yes. Uh, I haven't got a call from my company yet. But the second similarity is, is I think both of us weigh almost equally. Oh, yeah, now, okay. <laughs> yes. He, I agree. He's become very lean and, and more lean than in, than his shareholders and company people would want him to be.
1: He's uh, probably he's probably smil, uh, slimmer than the MacBook Air, right? Now. Uh-huh. Let's not mock his condition. No. Uh, but... Uh, I have to get into the shoes
0: to understand it like I have been. <laughs> <laughs> health-wise, I'm talking
1: health-wise. <laughs> Let's move on. India made the first tidal power plant. Hai. I think we're very cool technology. So basically what they are saying is they are taking the wind... Turbine and putting it in the water.
0: The energy of the tides convert energy into electricity. Now I'm not a science student, but basically it uses turbines to harness the energy that is, you know, from the tides.
1: So blades, goal, goal, how does Is tidal waves? So a- right. these uh, motors are kept. These rotators are kept under sea level. Uh, the advantage out here is that since tidal waves can be ka pattern can be predicted you can mm-hmm. predict the output of the energy also, which is not true in case of wind.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Yes, yes. Uh, right. So,
1: and this was actually, this deal was signed during the Vibrant Gujarat conference show hua, where 20 lakh 83 thousand crore worth of MOUs were signed between 10th of January to 14th of January at Vibrant Gujarat, including Tata Housing, you know, investing a thousand crore. Reliance has signed up something. Yeah. Uh, HCC invests karega 1200 crore. So, all these all these companies putting in a lot of money. So, this power plant ka bhi 750 crore hai not, not a small sum. Lekin, to give you a little bit more detail about tidal power plants, it takes around 8 to 12 years to break even after commissioning. i
0: give you an example which is exactly, which breaks even in 2 years. I was at a place called Burwa, about few kilometers from Manali. And wahan you'll be surprised, These gawalas, they have created a tiger power plant to grind their chakki.
1: So, what they do is,
0: the fans or the fan blades.
1: Uh, uh, Yeah. Turbine. turbine, turbine. turbine. Blades
0: there. That is is kept under the water and what happens is at a great height, you see Manali and these places, when the snow melts it, there is enough stream and all that. So, they create a slope from a higher water body to a to the ground, and the slope say, chakka hai. and the chakka down there, the turbine is connected to a, uh, the, the upper part of the turbine is connected to that chakki that you see it's in a- movies, right, wo chakki. Right. Ah. And that chakki rotates at the at the speed at which the water is bouncing on that uh, turbine down there.
1: Correct. You correct.
0: can control the the flow of water by placing puthas or simple barricades by just placing that, you, you exactly know at what kilometers per hour do you want that chakki to uh, the rotating
1: and yeah, this yeah. is this. I mean, very similar to whatever is done by at uh, yeah dams' k sage uh-huh. of generate. karte very pretty similar to that. But it, I mean, there are so many, so many such cool things that you know, gawala's yeah. do. per day, you know,
0: one quintal that is hundred kgs. kgs. Yeah, hundred kgs of uh, uh, chakki is being converted into atta or how live
1: <laughs> <laughs> the grains are being converted into atta.
0: Thanks, man. Yeah, the, the grains are converted into Vata and so the, whole, the whole Burwa village, about which, by the way, nothing has been written on the
1: internet. I tried Googling up.
0: So, it's so a I, small town, B-U-R-W-A. You,
1: I mean, you, you write for The Economist, right? So, this is a perfect topic for The <laughs> But uh, I'm concerned about what's going to happen to the next generation, Abhishek. Apparently, an annual survey on education in India, which was conducted by... You know, Pratham, which is a child focused um, organization, hmm. they found that school ka education is not worth it. Uh, students aren't learning anything. Around 700,000 children from the rural areas uh, were covered in the survey. Uh-huh. And uh, the results are not uh, too positive or something to be kya hai, proud of. In the first grade, when kids tend to be six years, seven years, something like that, a third of them can't read anything. Okay. Until you come yeah. into first and less than 8% are reading at a grade level or better. But basically what it means is they aren't uh, educated to the level. They aren't able to perform at the education level that they should, they, the they should be. Yeah. So there is something lacking in the teaching out there. When it comes to mathematics, uh, 69% of them couldn't recognize yeah. one to nine ka numbers.
0: Dude, you are embarrassing me because I have a story from my childhood. I was in (laughs) 4th standard. I don't know if I've repeated, I'm repeating myself, but 4th standard, there was an exam where where the question was, what is the opposite of 27? So they wanted to know on the number line, you know, 27 opposite Ki, 27, but I didn't 72. <laughs> and, uh, I got a flashing from my mom, who happens to be a maths teacher in some other school. And the parents' teachers' meeting was not very enjoyable for me. And I'm in fourth grade, but yeah, I give it on the teacher, not not me at all. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah completely. You should be getting bonus points in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the but the tough thing out here in the report is uh, that half of the students in standard five, that is at e- year age group, yeah, 10 They will not be in a position to complete elementary education because they are blindly being promoted. You know, on a related note, let's talk about the IIM increasing their entrance percentages 99.68 percentage Hmm. basis. Now, this is purely on the mathematical skills. It is not about readability and all this
0: math and English. Maths
1: and English. English. So, 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 yeah, but it, it doesn't, it doesn't test comprehension.
0: To an extent, the problem is, you know, if there are 2,30,000 applicants wanting to, you know, take that test, they want to eliminate as much as possible in the first round. So, they only take 1% in the next round, which probably tests, like I am cozy code, it's got uh, 10% of the marks are dedicated to how well you can write and express yourself. Then there is some percentage for social skills, it says, and group discussion and interviews. The problem is unlike the American universities, the number of people wanting to apply to one B school is so high that you need to eliminate them and one step that they decided was the cat, the two hour exam which decides whether or not you're fit to go to the next term. And it's very difficult, man. I scored eighty four percentile, which looks like <laughs> the, 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 the poverty line I taken it a few years back.
1: Was it wasn't wasn't there some other quota that you could go through or something like that?
0: Dali cricket koda, probably, but there isn't such. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the cat has too much weightage, according to me. And one of the reasons might be because I, I didn't have the balls to even attempt a cat because, you know, I would have done very bad. But, I mean, let's bygones be bygones. Na, na ho gaya. We don't need to think about cat <laughs> anymore. Okay. Yeah. Would you like to go ahead and talk about BJP and its Ekta or tiranga Yatra?
0: The BJP, well, they... Decided that they have to travel through Jharkhand, Bihar, UP, Maharashtra, MP, and other states, ending on 26th January in Lahjok in Srinagar and unveil that flag. First of all, hats off to them because operationally it's a big, big deal to you know to
1: execute this on, on the road, on the streets. But they have done this before, so it's you know they have they have good track record in that.
0: <laughs> yeah. But why why Srinagar? Why Lal Chowk, which has got a very...
1: Because they want to make a political statement. I mean, let's be clear first. I mean, they obviously want to do something that the central government doesn't want them to do, especially when they constitutionally have the right to do it.
0: Fine. Fair enough. Constitutionally, you can go ahead and do it. Why do you think, and I quote the Chief Minister Omar Abdullah from JNK, he says that, I hope good sense will prevail in the BJP. I believe we have to look towards the tallest teacher Rajpayee. I believe anything that runs the risk of disturbing peaceful condition would not be in the interest of the nation. So I hope a good sense will prevail and they'll not go ahead with this.
1: Great. You know, I also had an argument on this. Argument made discussion at, at my workplace around this topic. Uh-huh. The, the simple question that I have, uh, you know, for example, I would ask Omar Abdullah is, is JNK part of Republic of India or not? Because it is Republic Day. Uh, it is your constitutional right of being able to hoist a flag, hoist a national flag anywhere in the Republic of India. You know, I understand that they, there is no point in doing this, first of all. There is no point in unfurling <laughs> that, that flag there. Right. It's absolutely stupid. Prima facie BJP shouldn't do it from a logic point of view. Now, now tell me, aren't they actually supposed to be stopping or taking action against the people? Who will create violence if there is a flag hoisting done at Lal Chow?
0: Maybe we have enough problems of our own so that we don't try and create new ones which can be avoided. That must be the sentiment at JNK.
1: So so what if tomorrow MNS decides, which is a local Bombay party, you know that they have had a, had an agenda uh, against you know outsiders, quote-unquote outsiders. I'm not an MNS supporter. But what if they say that you can't celebrate, you can't perform Chhath Puja in Mumbai Will what that is, fly?
0: Chhath Puja, I'm sorry. Chhath
1: Puja is something that they, you know it's a very UP or uh, Bihar me Ek puja ka celebration hota. Hai. It's done during Dashera. No, that's
0: and, right. Very right. simple. It's like it's like if India and Pakistan make it to the finals in this World Cup and the finals is to be hosted at Mumbai. If uh, if these guys say that no, Pakistan cannot play in Mumbai. Then ah. it's it constitutionally r- wrong to do it. But then it will be the decision of ICC as well as the, what uh, whatever Indian government in this case, because it's a national issue, whether to risk it or whether to chock a block have the whole of, uh, Mumbai right. peace out there. So it's a, it's a call yeah. between the two. But here, the problem is there is something good that will come out. That is already some 56 million dollars have been invested to rebuild the stadium. They are expecting X million dollars. So there is some exchequer gain that will come here. So government might, you know, say that no, it will put its foot down and it will have enough security around and find a few more. But in the yeah, there is no good that will come by BJP guys going there and unfurling except the possibility of violence for which they will have to deploy the army and all that stuff. So if you can avoid that, uh, why make news is what probably is the point here
1: see i mean i understand where you, you what the argument is and but i don't really understand the analogy saying that as long as there is some benefit coming out of it you should be allowed to do it, it that that's the problem that i have is not with jammu and kashmir government saying that you cannot do it they cannot ban bjp or any citizen of india from doing this what they can do is they can request they can plead sakte and ask bjp not to do it the, the status is that uh, the, the rally has been stopped at, uh, at Jammu and Kashmir ka border and they have been sent back. Sushma Swaraj has been um, arrested and Chidambaram has asked her to go back to Delhi and all those things have happened. The question remains, so you can only do things whenever the government wants you to do things uh, if it fits in the government's uh, scheme of things. So what does... To, Constitutional rights kya hai? Can we have JNK as an exception?
0: Because every law has got
1: a JNK story to it. There is an... There, I mean, you obviously can't buy land and all those things. Okay. So, there is a special section which through which uh, you know, JNK's legal system works. I completely understand the logical reasons of doing it. Those were the topics that we had. We had... Oh, we can't let the sad story of Pandit Bhimsen Joshi passing away led yeah. by... He's a Bharat Ratna awardee. passed away due to old age related ailments and general weakness. So no untoward incident happened as such. Got the Bharat Ratna in 2008, and I watched a documentary yesterday on him. And what a guy! I mean, if you have you ever seen videos of him performing?
0: Just once, Mleesha. That was. Oh, no,
1: that, that I mean that. No, this, I'm talking about the live performances. No, I mean, no, no. Sorry. I've I've watched it on TV I've not had the fortune of watching it live
0: Oh well, you're um, watching classical music
1: man I hadn't thought <laughs> no, uh, no I I watched it because of the faces that he he makes <laughs> and the the way he gets into the song itself uh, I mean he forgets everything right there are like 2,000 people watching you in an auditorium. You, you are completely into it. So the video starts with him being completely buttoned up in in a you know in a silk sadra, mm-hmm. and by the second song he has he has his top button off. Mm-hmm. By by the third song he has the you know <laughs> the the next button off, and by yeah. the end of it his banyan is showing. Uh-huh. He's sweating from his armpits and he's gone crazy completely. You can see him, you know, lose weight in front of you almost. That is a sort of energy that he's, he used to put in into his singing. And uh, in the documentary yesterday, this guy asked him, ki, what? how do you prepare for uh, a performance? Uh-huh. You know, that, kya gane wale ho? And he casually says, nahi, bas wo show ke pehle ek uh, sab instrument ko tune karte hai. 5 है, 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 right. है, है, है so, mood No lip
0: But you know what, Aditya, I read one article in the Economic Times today. There it was said that his guru used to get yes. scared at the way the guy would... The guy, I'm so sorry. would would practice in the in the morning he would go on for 7 8 hours at a stretch without food and water and perform as in, and, and do the riyaz so the confidence with which he can improvise on stage <laughs> it obviously comes because of that practice in spite of he being pandit bhimsen joshi he would do that
1: so, yeah, and you know, you you bring up a good point about his mas you know mastery and all those things, and he was talking about that in the tape that was shown yesterday. He said that the question asked to him was that next generation So his answer was that yeah, next generation ka thoda lagta hai, abhi jo gaane hai, ya the way music people learn music, they go to classes and they do they do rias for three hours and they feel that they have done the unka music class ho gaya. Mm-hmm. you have to actually live with your master he says he he wow. lived with his you know teacher a tutor for five years and for ten years and then he actually gave up visiting his place after he died so so that was that was a, a brilliant insight, I thought. Ki Japtak, you don't, you know, clean his um mm-hmm. guru and until all those things happen, he, he couldn't really express it, but that singing doesn't come into you. Which is which is brilliant. I mean, I mean you, you you tend to agree it, right? I mean,
0: May, absolutely. In fact, his passion was so huge. When he was 11, he left his place of birth. He went to Gujapur, didn't have the money. He, this is on Wikipedia all that. Right? It's there, public information. He, he borrowed money from his fellow passengers. He reached a place called Dharwag. Then he went to Pune. Then he went to Gwalior. Got into a music school there. And later, three, three went to Delhi, Kolkata, Lucknow and Rampur. And finally his dad could track him down in Jalandhar and he brought him back home. And he was working for all these years just to learn music. And he did learn music from Ustad Hafiz Ali Khan, the Sarod player. So, he got some of his training from him also. So, as an 11-year-old, if you are that paranoid and if you can sustain that until 89,
1: then yeah. that's the story, man, completely. Yes. Now, the next Bharat Ratna awardee possibly is Sachin Tendulkar who is in line. But, but let's see what happens. We have a story around him being... Coke's happiness ambassador recently who was signed up. Yep. Uh, Pepsi stupidly <laughs> let him go. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 that guy at Pepsi should be fired, first of all. No, because yeah. apparently
0: Sachin does not fit the uh, youngestan campaign anymore.
1: That, that's bullshit. That, that is that's, that's, the... that, that's ridiculous, okay? I mean, take any college student right now and ask yeah. him who does he want to be or who does he, whose fame would he like to have? Exactly. Okay. It is most probably people will say Sachin Tendulkar. All day I will at least say, ha Sachin Tendulkar is Sachalega. Uh, so those were the uh, topics that we had for you. So one, more, one, so one final one one, one.
0: one final one since we are talking about cricket. Gary Kirsten has been, will not be continuing his stint after the World Cup. Yes. He is not going to renew his contract and he's going to go home after the World Cup. He got okay. us at the number one position in Test match cricket and I think the most formidable team to win the World Cup. So let's hope he ends his... Stint on high. Let's
1: see how that goes. Okay. Well, let's see who, who, I mean, who gets that job. It's not, it's a tough job. One of the toughest. Those were the topics that we had for this episode. Please, as usual, don't forget to comment, especially the Wipro guys or whoever is interested in the tech industry. Tell us what you thought, what you thought about that particular decision, that sudden decision that Ajim Premji took. Log on to www.theindicast.com to comment. If you have any if you want to send us an email, please write to indicast at TheIndicast.com or <laughs> kya or That's about it folks. That's about it. Bye bye.
0: Bye bye.